got a weird looking dick. Not as ugly as uh, this, not, not as ugly. <laughs> not as weird looking as uh, DeAndre Hopkins though. His ashy penis was just fucking. Remember that shit went viral. I would love to see Trump and Rosie fuck. That'd be <laughs> awesome. After sex over twice, and I'm still on the bitch. That, that could work for all three of these ladies right here. Oof. I'm just waiting for him to like James Brown that shit up, man. He's got a little spy butthole cams and bird's eye view colonoscopies and shit. Welcome to The Flex. Now broadcasting from the Fantasy Sports Studios. Here are your hosts of the flagship podcast, Chris Jakes and Jeff Kelly. Let's go give it to you. Wait for you to get it on your own. Let's go deliver to you. Pat Mahomes setting records. The plague of NFL injuries continue. And Josh Gordon trades in his Browns shit streak stripes for potential rings. Welcome to the Flex Fantasy Football Podcast. Chris Jakes alongside Jeremy Sheridan and Big Worm. Jeremy. What's up, buddy? Not much, man. How you doing? I'm living the dream. Um, besides, I had to wait for you to fix your, uh, your your audio and scripts over there. I had a, uh, you know, all ready to do the show right now. Man, I had some difficulties this morning, man. But we're, uh, we're all set to go now, man. We're good to go. I heard you had difficulties tonight, too. Not just this morning. Awkward moments. Big Worm, how you doing? Doing well. How you doing? Happy to be here. Same here, man. How's your week going? Dolphins, AFC East, division leader right now. Crazy, right, man? 2-0. I called that one. <laughs> I had a good week in picking games this week, for the most part. Except for those Giants-Cowboys Sunday night, man. Oh, my gosh. The Giants offense, Eli Manning, way off on believing in Eli, man. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah, me too. How uh, was your fantasy weekend? Let me ask you that. Fantasy was not that good this week. I got my ass kicked this week. You got smoked, huh? Oh, I got beat up, man. Yeah, I ran a new uh, Kirk Cousins, 46 points. Hopkins, 28 points. Amari Cooper, 26. So I got my ass whooped. True statements. I had Stefan Diggs, though. Yes, you did. Stefan Diggs, man, fucking killed it. 40 anyway, points. I was not expecting that from Stefan Diggs. That's for damn sure. He proved me wrong, man. We'll get to that later on. we got a lot of stuff to get to on the week two recap show. Please subscribe to the show. Leave us a review. Email the show at theflex at fantasysportstudios.com. And now, call leave a voicemail message as well. Dial 561-331-1779. Get in and submit your questions for the week. Again, that's 561-331-1779. We've got the week two fantasy football recap. Waiver wire ads. Do a little Mary Bang kill. Keep trade drop. We got the mailbag. And we've got the dick of the week. That's a, that's a weird statement to make. I got the dick of all time right here. <laughs> Dick of the week. Okay. Tell you what, man. The dick of the week. I've got two dicks this week. <laughs> you have two dicks every day. Not to be confused with the herpes infested Ron Mexico cocks that Jeremy and Big Worm be slinging. I do not, in fact, have herpes. Currently. Are you sure you don't have herpes? I mean, I can't guarantee it, but I mean, it doesn't burn that bad when I pee anymore. Is your lip okay, man? It's cold sore. Does that mean fucking herpes? Yeah, yeah, yes, it does. Oh, fucking sick, man. You know how many joints we've shared? I know. I'm a disgusting person. Oh. Yeah, that's, that's good, shit, right? That shit's forever, man. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're, they're probably doing. <laughs> From my chest pubes down to my ball throw. Let's start with you, Jeremy. Let's get to your dick of the week. Zane Gonzalez. We're a little late doing the show because you were giving somebody the dick all week. I don't know what you're talking about. I played the fifth. Hi, Jen. <laughs> Big worm. 
Cops gonna get play that big week. Gonna have you excited. Put him in the lineup, and then bam. Then he's gonna have a big game when he's on your bench, and you be like, "What the hell?" That's what he does. It's like he knows. It's what he does. I mean, you have him on your bench. You don't play him. Yeah, good call, Randall Cobb. Right, I got two dicks of the week to get to here. One, the Cleveland Browns coaching staff and front office combined, man. It's supposed to be two and zero. The whole thing. You had Dan Bailey floating out there in free agency after cut down day. You entrust Zane Gonzalez to be your kicker. Why? Because who gives a shit, man? It's, it's a fucking kicker. Well, that kicker just cost you two victories in the first two weeks of the season. Yeah. They yeah. got defeated right now instead of just defeated like they were all last season. Yeah, exactly. Hugh Jackson was like, oh, boy, Gonzalez, he's a Spanish guy, man. I know he can kick. He plays soccer. <laughs> well, uh, no, you were wrong, sir, because, uh, Ole. but not even that. But but then you you uh, you have established veteran kickers out there just floating around, man. Mediocre, yeah. Dan Billy's pretty elite, but mediocre kickers mostly, though, out there. But uh, you go and uh, sign an undrafted rookie, local kid here, uh, FAU boy, Greg Joseph, who made 15 of 21 field goals as a fifth-year senior at FAU. And you trade Josh Gordon to the Patriots for a fifth-round pick. You held on to this man, Josh Gordon, for years. And now that he's finally back on the field, scores a touchdown. Like, oh, man, this is too good for us, man. We can't be having this shit going on. You cut bait with his ass, man. What a bunch of assholes. Or uh, dicks, I should say. Running that organization, man. Just Bruh. fucking pathetic. I guess that's like a whole office load of dicks, I guess, I got today. Say a barrel full of dicks. How bad, do you feel, how, how bad do you feel for Hugh Jackson? Did you see his face when they, they, they tied a game and they just kicked the field goal to win? Did you see the disappointment on his face when they missed the field goal? I did not see his face. He's like, I'd rather be at a third funeral right now. I can imagine his face. Yes, I'm sure that's exactly what it looked like. Don't swear this much. Man, he's Dude. had a rough, uh, rough stretch here. Didn't win a game last year. He's going through a whole bunch of shit. Uh, my second dick of the week. And this one was kind of funny, but kind of fucked up too. I'd be pissed off if I were playing with this guy. Is uh, Bills cornerback Vontae Davis. Did you hear about this? Oh, this was great. Bills are getting their ass kicked at halftime, and dude was straight up. F this. Fuck you. I'm out. Half bake style. Fuck you, fuck you, fuck you, you're cool, and fuck you, I'm out. Dude uh, decided to take his ball and go home. He called it quitsies, man. Dude retired. That was amazing. Halftime. That guy's a legend now for me forever. That, that's some shit you don't see. I, I was like, what the hell? This has got to be some made He pulled up that shit. Barry Sanders. I thought maybe he's like an Earl Thomas where he's like, oh, I'm, I'm probably going to retire. And then he's just talking shit. And he comes I, guess, back. I guess it'd be more, more appropriate to call the Kirby Puckett retire in the first base. But then he says after the game, he said, I didn't mean to offend anybody uh, on the coaching staff or my team. <laughs> Say the team is dog shit. Like you just quit at halftime. Obviously, the team's terrible. And you're saying your team is so bad. You don't want to play with them. Like you can't. There's no way to clean that up. Yeah, it's just you just want to endure the shit storm that's uh Brewing over there in Buffalo. Yeah, like, oh, no, my bad, He retired because that dude was fucking cross-eyed from that glaucoma. Where the fuck he had? Now he just he just he went to first base. And he was so winded. He just I'm gonna retire. I'm not running. I'm not running. I'm not running the bases. I'm done. Yeah, he was definitely a round fat boy. Bastard. Yeah, he was fatty. Great name though, Kirby Puckett. It's a great athlete. It's, that's a fat name. He's one of those names you just sound fat. I like that name though. Sounds cool to me. Takeaways. What is your number one takeaway from week two? That everyone in the league is getting injured and no one can kick. And look at the Vikings, too. Yeah, rough. 
Daniel. I was just like kicking, kicking straight up though. There was so many missed games. My buddy Kevin's watching games for me. He kept going, you have one job. You have one job the whole game, like the whole day. And he kept saying it over and over again. And it was so many missed field goals. Nobody wants to do that job apparently because nobody's really good at it right now. I mean, you have Justin Tucker. I'm not even going to say Stephen Gostowski because that dude is not what he was five years ago. Greg Zerline, maybe, but do kicks in a dome. Isn't your boy Vinatieri still doing it good? Yeah, he is. And uh, what about what about like what about two hundred and sixty pounds, Janikowski? Yeah, he's still doing it too, man. Some of the older putting guys. Putting that weight behind it, boy. I agree with you. I'm right there with all those you just mentioned. Oh yeah, me too. And I'm also gonna say just a lot of unpredictability at the running back position. But yeah, man, injuries out the ass. Jacksonville is legit. The Rams are legit. However, today, right now, if I had to pick a Super Bowl team from each conference, I'm gonna go Pats and Vikings. I think you're right. Who do you got? I'd love to see that. Yeah, me too. You got defense versus offense right there. Imagine um, the Chiefs versus them. Uh, I I I gotta take the Pats, despite how terrible Belichick is in coaching the Super Bowl. Uh, it's also about how good Tom Brady performs the Super Bowl. Yeah, better late in the season than uh, beginning of the season. That's Plus, sure. I have Gordon on my team now, uh, and on my fantasy team, and Tom Brady's been throwing the ball at him, so I want to get like 40 points a week out of that dude. Uh, that's going to take a few weeks to really figure it out. The Patriots won't throw a prayer player in there. They want them to practice and do everything else. Like they did last week with um Michelle. Man, hearing you talk about Josh Gordon and the Patriots, man, I don't know whose dick is harder right now, mine or yours. Yeah, I, mine. Mine Trust from me. a fan perspective and yours from a fantasy perspective. Well, I also... And I fuck your dick, man. What you say to me? I, I fuck your dick. Oh, man. <laughs> I also love watching uh, Brady in the Super Bowl. So I'm excited for that because now it's almost like a lock for him to go again. He's got Edelman, he's got Gronk, and then he's got Josh Gordon now. Pump the brakes. I'd pump the brakes on that one a little bit, but I know you're going to beat the brakes off that bitch with Josh Gordon. Yeah, no, I'm not saying he's They're missing some Edelman. Yep. And they have one of the good receiver, Chris Hogan. Yeah, two white guys. That's yeah, all, which apparently Zolacek isn't racist, but uh, he always has some white guy on a team who does really good. Pretty boy white guys, man. I'm telling you, Belichick is a closet homo. Blamers. I yeah. promise you. He's Look like, at all the pretty boy white guys. Even Jimmy Garoppolo, good-looking white guy quarterback, is a backup. Took him the second round. Then you got Danny Amendola, good-looking white dude. Julian Edelman, good-looking white dude, I guess. Dude's fucking ripped. That's for damn sure. And then you got... Uh, well, it's, on, it's on steroids. Wish he's ripped. Yeah, uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, he was on steroids. <laughs> Tom versus time, man. The dude was, he's really uh, good shape, that, that guy. He looks like Rocky in Rocky Four. And Chris Hogan, not a bad-looking white guy. And it's funny because uh, Bill is trying to push out Tom Brady, who's kind of out of Bill's demographic now. He's like, man, you're getting old, man. We got to replace you with a new hotness. And uh, he was so sad to trade away Jimmy, but um, whatever. You know, Bill's over there jerking him, man, to those guys in the locker room. Goddamn pilgrim. Just around the same page. Chris, let's talk about eight good looking guys in the beginning of the show here. My penis overwhelms and it intimidates. It's actually too big. Talking about fantasy football. Yeah, well, that's Bill Belichick's fantasy. Patriots I guess locker so, room. But- <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for him to like James Brown that shit up, man. Where you find like he's got hidden cameras all over the fucking locker room, just like seeing these guys. Like he's got little spy butthole cams and shit. Butthole cam. Yeah, man, doing like fucking uh, bird's eye view colonoscopies and shit. Roger and American Dad. Who? Roger and American Dad had the toilet cam. Who the hell is that? You know, you don't watch American Dad? No, I don't watch many shows. I don't well, really much. You should stop watching sweaty men all the time and watch get some comedy in your life. I know, man. Bill keeps sending me these tapes, man. I don't know what to do myself. I don't have time for anything else. Having said the Pats and Vikings, though, I think it could be the Jaguars and the Rams. 
Yeah. But that how boring would a Super Bowl would that be, though? I think it's going to be, Ugh. I think it would be defensive slugfest. It'd be like fucking 13 to 10 or some shit. Didn't Greg Bortles have like an amazing game last week and they're still on this guy? How bad he sucks? Everybody's a good game against the Patriots defense. Tell me about it. They huh. fucking suck. Look, Nick Foles looked like Joe Montana last in the Super Bowl. And look at him now. Now he's back to being fucking Nick Foles. Sam Bradford's uh-huh. level. No, no one's that bad except for Tannehill, who's actually doing good this season. That's my boy. That one's pissed me off winning two weeks in a row when I keep saying they're going to lose. And now they're playing the Raiders. I'm probably going to pay the uh, Dolphins to win that and they're going to lose now. Yeah. Dolphins look pretty good, man, on defense. They do I look really of, good. Man. I'm, yeah, sh- I'm do, shocked. Man. And I, I hate the hate. Uh, I love to hate them. But now it's starting to uh, backfire on me. <laughs> I was high on their defense coming this season. Oh, yeah, me too. But Ryan Tannehill, he's the one that surprised me because I wasn't expecting much out of him. But he's been pretty consistent, man. He's been yeah. pretty, pretty decent. Maybe maybe it was good to sit down for, for a year and actually you know study film a little bit and get you know get a little older. Maybe it's going to pan off for him. That that Aaron Rodgers uh, formula. Yeah, I think I think Gates is putting all you know those plays for Tannehill can make out there, kind of simplify it for him. The defense is better. I mean, I thought we're I I knew I, I thought we we're gonna have a decent defense. And they're finally they're showing it. You know, I don't care for the giant. I mean, I don't care for the Jets or the Dolphins. But man, it felt good. To have those Jets fans get knocked down a couple pegs with Sam Darnold. Oh, they were so high on him. Oh my God. Talking about beating dicks over somebody. No power tools. That is not your toothbrush. <laughs> my, my, uh, my. Cousin, shit was rubbed raw, man. My God. They had blisters on their fucking cocks. Jan Reaney's telling me, he's like, yeah, I've been hiring this guy since last year. I wanted the Jets to get him. I'm like, come on, bro. You were. I, I'm a college guy. I love college. That's true. Football. They had a thing in New York called Suck for Sammy. Yeah. They I had was, a slogan. <laughs> I was like, listen, I'm like, I watched college football. I didn't even know anything about Sam Darnold. All right. I, I don't give a shit about USC quarterbacks. They don't do anything in the NFL. USC doesn't bother me in my conference. Very so, true. I'm always on that USC quarterback thing. Shitty. Ugh, yep. man. They, they never produce. Can't. It's not capable. Nope. But uh, now you got this guy. And granted, he threw an interception. He was 16 for 20. Two touchdowns. That's pretty solid numbers. But welcome back to reality. Oh, uh, yeah. Yep. A little, little late mile there. Snap back to reality. Like I said, I think Sam Darnold's going to be Matt Ryan. I think that's what he's going to be for his NFL career. He better fucking hope he's Matt Ryan. I, I, would, I, would, I would like to have an NFL career like Matt Ryan. Yeah, I mean, Matt Ryan. He was on the same mediocre. field as Tom Brady the Super Bowl. He had he, one great year, Matt Ryan. He put a ring on Tom Brady's finger. He got that out of his knee and put it on, on Tom Brady. He said, I'm going to keep throwing the ball instead of handing it off just so you can get another Super Bowl because I love you that much, Tom. We've been hit on injuries. Your takeaway was injuries. The Black Plague. Darkness, everybody. Darkness is spreading. Darkness is. Darkness is. Through the first two weeks of the NFL, man. Let's get some injury news. NFL news. Oh, that hurts. Joe Mixon out for approximately four weeks after having a knee procedure to clean up some particles. That sounds gross. Whatever the hell that means. Yeah, I'm exactly. I'm not really sure what the hell that it, is. It's like cartilage and stuff. It's loose inside the knee kind of thing. That just sounds like it's it just sounds gross. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. It sounds gross. LaShawn McCoy, he had broken ribs and they said, oh, his ribs are not broken. broken ribs too. Well, no, no. They said that he had broken ribs and then they said, OK, no, it's not broken ribs. And now they're saying it's cracked cartilage in his ribs. These these fucking doctors are fucking shitty. I don't know what's worse, the NFL kickers this year or the NFL team doctors because they keep fucking up these injuries Damn. left and right, man. What's worse though, broken ribs or cartilage? Isn't cartilage sounds more painful, isn't it? Yeah, breathing that would be that would be shitty. Oh, uh, anywhere in a, rib, in a ribs, man, broken anything sucks. Larry Fitzgerald left Sunday's game with a hamstring injury. Could miss a week or two. That's all I said. It wasn't that significant. Yeah, it wasn't too serious. Mike Wallace. Could be a season ender as he suffered an ankle injury, but uh, they're hoping he's gonna only gonna be, only going to be out a few weeks. Only time will tell on that one. I think he's probably going to be out for the year because of that Mike Wallace injury. And they already got Matt Collins, the youngster there who flashed a little bit last year as a rookie. Oh, hot, 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 hot. Hot takes. Hot, 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 hot. Does Des Bryant go to Philly? Is he the, is he the answer in Philly until Alshon Jeffrey returns? Because they have nobody. They got Nelson Aguilar, and then they've got a bunch of Cordell Patterson's running around. 
Yeah, but I thought he'd come around around week five. He'll start to get. What's up with uh, Dez last week? He was over with uh, Jerry Jones in, in the press box watching a freaking Beyonce concert. First of all, why are they both at the I concert? know, that, I thought that was weird but too. What's up with that? Is he going to go back to Dallas? Uh, listen, uh, that is just not going to work for me. I'm, I'm not interested in that at all. Can he go back to Dallas? I think if Dallas would have lost to the Giants Sunday night, I think I think it would have probably been. Uh, I think the process would have sped up a little bit. Well, they compared it to Emmett Smith because Emmett Smith held out in the contract, then they started off zero and two right after the Super Bowl, and they're like, "All right, Emmett, come back, we'll pay you." Yeah, you know, it, it could happen. It could happen. Philly or Dallas, I think those are the two teams are going to get them. Well, originally it was it was the Pats or Green Bay, but apparently the Pats uh, just got Gordon, and then uh, Green Bay's got Cobb that's still doing good right now until he starts doing shitty in the middle well, he of the season, the like they always say in week two. Huh. He didn't do shit week two, though. But they tie that game? Uh, no, no. Um, yeah, tie. I'm sorry. Yeah. How yeah. much bullshit is that, by the way? It's the NFL. I don't want to see ties. I know. I don't want to see ties either, man. Two ties in back-to-back weeks. First time yeah, in NFL bullshit. history. Bullshit. The NFL teams. It, 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 not even if you're going to do the 15 minutes of overtime. That's fine. Then do college overtime after that. Go to, go to the 25-yard line. That's awesome. It's so fun to watch. Yeah, I agree. I agree. They should do that, man. That'd be awesome. It would be. They've talked about that a few years back during the last CBA. Anyways, Delvin Cook, whom I'm, whom, I'm, whom I'm always worried about from a health perspective anyway. He left Sunday's game with a hamstring injury. Cook said it was just cramps and not a hamstring. That's one to keep an eye on if you own Delvin Cook. I have Delvin Cook. If Latavius Murray's out there, you got to go get him if he's available. Greg, the leg, Zerline, speaking of kickers, he was injured. Expected to miss only one week. How does kicker get injured? Make roster adjustments as needed for week three. Uh, Delvin Cook being out. Matt Breda, what do you think? Matt Breda looked good, man. Looked damn good. Top now, five. PPO he got 29.90 29. last week. Do you think he's going to be consistent the rest of the season? Like, how, how high do you see him going? I think in PPR leagues, he'll be a top top 25 running back, I think, the rest of the way. He finished as RB4 this week. Dude, dude's looking up, man. And he didn't. it was a limited workload, too. 11 carries, 138 yards, and a touchdown. Three catches for 21 yards. He's the back to own in San Francisco. I got him. I, I like him. I drafted him in most of my leagues. I guess I'm sitting down and cook for a little while. We'll, we'll see. He says it's cramps. We'll see. Fantasy Replay. Five up, five down. All right, studs and duds. Five up, five down. Moments of greatness. Five up. Jeremy, Worm, who y'all got for five up this week? Week two. Uh, Keelan Cole. Melvin Gordon. And uh, Matt Breida. Yeah, we got, we got Mahomes. I think Philip Lindsay. He's my number one. I think number one guy to go after. All right, man. I'm gonna go uh, first. I'm gonna go with uh, with Drake. Just as the, I want Drake to do good every week, just so I can play a little Wayne uh, drop. Kenyon Drake, gotcha. Yeah, but uh, he did good. He he got 17 points in the uh, in the league here. I think part of him doing good is because Frank Gore had such a bad game. Frank Gore had nine carries, 25 yards, only getting 2.7 because he didn't have that four hour break during this game, and he's fat and old. Yeah, that break served him well week one, didn't it? With that long oh, yeah. one. I love I love me some Frank Gore, but uh I don't I don't know if he can hold up. Um Stefan Diggs, I got getting 40 points this week. Um Mari Cooper, 26.6. Khalil Mack, dude. This this guy is just a, a savage. Okay. Like if you have the Bears defense right now, you're you're set, dude. Like, this guy's probably getting more points than some quarterbacks in uh in the league with the way he's he's, he's dominating. What's he a, a pick last week? A touchdown, fumble first fumble this week. Stuff. Yeah, he's, he's a savage, him. bro. He's worth every penny they're paying him. He's he's the most underpaid player in the league. I'm trying to think of who's been more impactful in recent memory. I can't think of a single years. player in my life that's dominated this this much. Well, it's only two weeks. 
but he was yeah. dominated defensively so much. That's disgusting. I mean, I guess you'd say like a Ray Lewis kind of guy, but Ray Lewis, you avoid at that point. You know what I mean? Right. Will Mack is just, is just, he's on the line, too. It's not like he's in the backfield. He's on the line doing this. Monster. Yeah. Ray Lewis wasn't like a Khalil Mack. Like he wasn't a huge playmaker. I mean, yeah, he was a playmaker, but he wasn't. He was a guy that affected the whole entire defense. He made the whole defense better, and he wasn't a guy that would rack up a lot of sacks or picks or anything like that or fumble recoveries. Killer, that guy. Killer. He'd have a ton of yeah, literally killer. Mm-hmm. Ton of tackles though, and he just made the whole unit better, man, because he had had the awareness, man. That dude just knew where to be and when to be there. He then they, they got Ed Reed in the backfield after that, and then they had the Terrell Suggs they still have. Man, no. that, that team was stacked on defense. No, Ed Reed, that dude was a playmaker, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. That dude was a playmaker. I seen that guy uh, block a punt on the one yard line with a dislocated shoulder. He couldn't even get a shirt off and during halftime to change his shirt. What's worse though? Ed Reed doing that or Ronnie Lott, what he did? What did Ronnie Lott do? This is this is straight up fucking gangster, man. You want to hit lesson in history? Yeah, go for it. History lesson: moments in sports history. Back in the '80s, former free safety for the San Francisco 49ers, Ronnie Lott, fucked up his ring finger so badly, like so, like it was like falling off. Right? You know what he did? Twisted it back, went in. No, no. He said, "Cut it off, so I can his go finger? back in. Cut off my finger, so I can go back in." He cut off his motherfucking finger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to go Shut back and play football. Up. I this swear happened? to God. This Ronnie Law, dude. Yeah, he did. Talk about straight up gangster shit, man. I don't need a finger, man. You I'm literally about to go buy a Ronnie Law jersey. Married. I don't need a ring finger. I'm about to go buy a Ronnie Law jersey right now. Yeah, I didn't even know that story. How is that, how is that such a buried story? I don't know, man. That's I mean, that that's Ronnie Law. That's one thing I've always known about him, man. One thing I always stood out to me about him was Savage. cutting off the finger just to go play a fucking football So they game. physically cut his finger off the game? They said it wasn't a Super Bowl or anything. They physically cut his finger off during the game? They literally amputated his fucking digit that's so he could go play football. That's Monster Squad, bro. That's crazy, right? Yeah. I, right, playing so back. I just said Khalil Mack. I said, I have Amari Cooper on my list. And then I, I got to have... Dude, Vince Patrick, man. This guy's just murdering it. First of all, his beard, it would make Jennifer St. Cloud happy. Um, did you hold on real quick on Fitzpatrick? Did you see the did you see the shit he was wearing post game? Yeah. The big gold chain. He looked like fucking Scarface with that's why I said that's why I said Jennifer St. Clair is that fucking beard and mm-hmm. it looked like Scarface. He looked like he had cocaine in that chain. He looked like they call him the Amish rifle, right? He, he was like the Amish, He was the Amish uh, he was the Amish gangster on yeah. Sunday post game. When you throw for eight hundred and nineteen yards in two games, seventy eight point seven completion percentage. 48 out of 61, eight touchdowns in one pick. You can make fun of whoever the fuck you want in your team. Having the Alex Smith year, man. That's what I call it now. The Alex Smith year. They had their one like little swan song year, man. This is it for him, it looks like. He looks like he looks like Conor McGregor raped Scarface and then had Vince Patrick. Rumble is coming out, man, that Jameis Winston's not getting that job back for sure, man. And we will see how Fitzpatrick does next two weeks. I heard he's gonna be an Uber driver. Yeah, we'll see how how Fitzpatrick does next week. But if he does well, he's gonna job delivering crab legs. (laughs) He might. For Publix. He'll do Uber. Uber Eats. Uber Eats. Uber Eats, Uber Eats, Eats crab legs. Just, just a little side note. Fuck that guy for me. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a fan. No. <laughs> I'm not a fan. You know, I did like him uh, at Florida State. I thought he was really talented. Dude, his first game, he was like, it was, it was something like 29 of 28. I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. As 29 of 28, that's fucking damn impressive, it was man. He had more completions than attempts. As a freshman. 20, 29 of 28. Yeah, he threw extra catches. He, they, he, they caught more than he threw. He threw two balls at one time at one time. That's some magical shit, man. Some unicorn shit. Yeah, Winston's first game here, 25 of 27, 92.6 completion percentage, 356 yards, four touchdowns, and he ran a touchdown in. And that, that that's the first game the kid had in college. Um, but dude, man, Vince Patrick is is doing this right now. And yet the yeah. Jets get rid of him. 
Didn't they not want to pay him? Well, well, yeah, because that's what he does, man. He does really good. Dude, that's this beyond really good. Yeah, through two games, though. Two games, yeah. But, but dude, 819 yards in two games. Pump it a little bit. No, I'm pump pumping it. I'm, I'm, I'm not talking this guy yet. Yeah, we'll see how it goes. He's, he's just not consistent. He has games like this sometimes, man. Even in Tennessee, he he uh, had some good games. Buffalo, of course, that was like his best career years. The Jets, he had a couple good years, or at least he had one good season anyway. This is where he does, man. He, he'll be good for a little while, and then he'll be dog shit. Stronger the beard while. gets, the better you play. That dude's got a great beard game, doesn't he? For real. Put my strong beard right game. now. Mm-hmm. I'm getting there. Yeah, you're getting I'm there. I'm coming for you. My five up, I'm gonna since I'm gonna go different than you so we can cover the bases here. I'm going Michael Thomas. This dude's had more catches the first two games than anyone else in NFL history. Dude's on pace for two hundred and twenty-four catches on the end of this season. Oh, what's the record for most catches in the season? Oh man, it's like one forty nine, I think. So one forty seven. Blow it out of the water. Each year style. I'll tell you, he, he's gonna be in play for that record, I think. Wow. That's what he is, man. He might. Uh Kenny Galladay, he's been killing it, man, back to back weeks, hundred yards, touchdown. Patrick Mahomes, obviously, he set the NFL record for most touchdown passes through two games in NFL history. Are you high on this guy yet? Who? Mahomes? I'm not, man. Yeah, still not told you, right? How, what, no, I think he's a good quarterback. I think what, he's going to be... What week, if he keeps doing shit like this, will you be like, all right, this guy's a monster. This is legitimate. Week six. Six? So if he has six games... What, six what, games for teams to get some tape on him to try to figure his ass out because... It, it's not like he's a... So you're saying after six games, then you'll find out how good he really is. You're saying you need six games to get tape on then him? Then I'll make a final determination on what my thoughts are it's on... It's kind of like what they do with Garoppolo. Like, Garoppolo, there was no footage on last season. It seemed like they get into him a little more this season. Right, like high ceiling. Yep. You saw the ceiling there. You saw glimpses of it. But um, you still had the what what if, you know, factor kind of going there. So Pat Mahomes, man, I think he's going to be a great quarterback. It looks like he's going to be a great quarterback in the league. Yeah, uh, Andy Reid does that, too. He's great with quarterbacks. I just, I think he's going to be top five rest of the season. I don't I know faith that. In, in, I have no faith in Andy Reid. I feel like that guy's always around, but never does anything. In the playoffs, he doesn't yeah. do anything. Well, that's regular season, do. he's Marty Schottenheimer 2.0. Mm, well. Great regular season, shitty playoffs. That's how it is. Pat Mahomes, though, top five quarterback rest of the way. Still not sold on him, though. Still not. Still top five him. and not sold on him. That's two, two contradicting ideas, aren't they? Well, you're right. I still think he's going to be QB1. Okay. I just want to see how it's going to play out, man. I, much, I want, every every quarterback pulls points, no matter what, when you're in fantasy. Yeah. You're getting about 20 out of your quarterback every week, at least, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, Austin Eckler for me as well, man. Another big game. 11 carries, 77 yards. He's finding a way, man. Get to standalone value there. And um, if you're looking for uh, a flex player, man, week to week, I think Austin Eckler could be the guy that's going to give you consistent value. Ty- Tyler Boyd, my boy Tyler Boyd, he's... Um, I might have been. I guess I was a year too early on him because last year I liked him, but Marvin Lewis wouldn't fucking play his ass because Marvin Lewis is a fucking dick who got fired and then rehired. Fucking weird story. Was he actually Bengals. fired? I was, I was arguing with Joe Sack about this. Was he fired and rehired <clears throat> for the same price? Or what happened with that? Who they gives a shit? Who gives him? a shit? He was he was out the door and then they brought his ass. Fair back. enough. Uh, anyway, Tyler Boyd looks like this is the year where he's going to break out. I thought it was going to be last year. Looks like it's going to be this year. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Great game against the Ravens defense Thursday night. Scored a touchdown as well. Versus real defense, too. Yeah. 91 yards receiving, I believe. Javorius Buck Allen for the Ravens. He's also on my up list, man. I think he's going to be a solid flex running back. Now, RB3. that is a great football name. Rest of the year, Javorius. No, Buck Allen? Yeah, Buck that, Allen. That's his nickname. Oh. Uh, not, not his given name. Javorius is his real name? Javorius. That's like one of the names from Key and Peele. I don't know how the fuck you get Buck from that. Maybe he was a hunter back in the day. I don't know. How about five down? Let's go five down. Oh, yeah. Fucking 
pain in the motherfucking ass. Five down. <laughs> I gotta go insane, Gonzalez. Yeah, it's, insane. Is that in, insane? Insane, dude. How do you miss that many field goals? I mean, come on. Right. Um, and then who was who was the guy on that used to play for the Vikings? Daniel Carlson. Yeah, keyword there. Used to. That's why I had I had to make you say that. Carlson got <laughs> kicked off the team, and his coach was a savage about what he did after Mike the game. Zimmer. Yeah, he was. Yo, a beast. he he's like, was it a hard decision? He's like, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, that was great, man. I love that too, man. It was yeah. brutal, brutal honesty beast right there. Beast mode. Like, no, he's he's the fuck. You know, cost us games. The yeah, you, you do? can't do that. Yeah. Um, I I, I got James Conner on my on my five down list, but um. He just he didn't he didn't perform. And now this guy's planning to steal some jobs right here. He had a rough, he, he had a rough day on the ground. Yeah, sure. but he did have five catches for 48 yards. Yeah, he made up for it today. So do you still think that Le'Veon Bell is gone for 14.5 million? Yeah, but it's not gonna change. He's gonna he's gonna come back week 10 and sign the contract for he can have for he can say play the season to get the money. I think because of the poor rushing performance and the ass whooping they got against the Chiefs, I think there's gonna be rumblings now again, man, with Le'Veon Bell. You know, I think there's gonna be rumors here starting up again. Uh When's he coming back? When's he coming back? Well, he can't get more money, so I don't think, I don't think he's coming back. I think he's done. He's never going to play in a Steelers uniform ever again. I think he'll be back by week six or seven. By week 10 at the latest. We had to sit on until at least week 10. I mean, I think that's when he's coming back week 10. I'm going all the way week 10 with it. All right. Uh, Pats, I got Rex Burkhead. Now, th- this fits uh, your whole thing before. Uh, first of all, Rex, Rex Burkhead is a poor name. And uh, yeah. you talk about pretty white guys that your boy Belichick gets. It doesn't get any worse than that. Yeah, Burkhead was given hit on Sunday because I told you guys appreciate the man. This guy does not warrant a draft spot. I mean, what the fuck? He was nothing in Cincinnati. He had one good game at the end of the year in garbage time season game, whatever. Granted, he had a few good games last year, but you know what? He was he's always injured and he's not that good. And he's a white running back. How many good white running backs? I can name uh, zero. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, I can name some good white fullbacks. Mike Allstott, you know. That's it. Yeah. And, and Peyton Hillis for one year in 20, 2010, I think it was, for the was Browns. on the Browns, yeah. Got, yeah he was Madden nasty curse. Year, Madden curse. Yeah, Madden curse. That shit does exist. Although, it doesn't work every year like it used to. True. I got one more I want to do, but I'm going to let yeah. you do your five first, and I'll come back to my last one of my five. Your, last, your number one? Yeah. All right. My five, David Johnson, man. Another disappointing effort there. Your boy that DJ, was, you were big on him, yeah. man. Is, is he going to shit the bed this year? No, he's going to bounce back, man. It's just that just whole offense week? is just a mess right now. All right. You got Larry Fisher all down. It doesn't help. Yeah, uh, Jimmy Graham for the Packers. I mean, he, he didn't have a bad game, but I think that's going to be like one of his better games this season. Uh, Demarius Thomas, how bad is he, man? I said in the preseason as well, man. Emmanuel Sanders, number one wide receiver to own in Denver. Demarius Thomas is a soft wide receiver, and we saw that on Sunday. Yeah, that was a soft ass play. And he had a terrible drop, man. That was such a bad drop. So bad. You're you're a wide receiver. That you, again, you have one job. Like the ball hit you in the hands. Well, granted, all positions in the NFL they all have one job. <laughs> True. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're in your stuff, man. Oh yeah. All right, Robbie Anderson. He's on my list. He didn't do anything. He disappeared in week two. Uh, I still like Robbie Anderson though going forward. He's just going to be boomer bust a lot of weeks. He's kind of like Deshaun Jackson ish. Uh, that guy. Yeah, Jamal Williams for the Packers didn't didn't get it done, man. He had two weeks to try to. Establish himself a role in that Green Bay offense. Now Aaron Jones is coming back. And Aaron Jones, it's going to be his job, man. He's going to walk right in there and take that shit because Jamal Williams is nothing special. Derrick Henry and Deion Lewis, for that matter. I'll, get, I'll throw both of them as my number uh, five. You know, how about Mar- Marcus Mariota? We'll throw all three of them. D- Marcus Mariota, his dumpster pig fucking ass, man. He is shit. He he got benched. He got benched for Blaine Gabbert. There was no elbow injury bullshit. I mean, he played, he played what, you can't terrible. play with the elbow? Terrible. 
I mean, come on. But uh, yeah, but the running backs though for Tennessee just disappointing. I, I was thought, so high on uh, Mariota too, man. Who was? I was. Yeah, you know, two years ago he looked like he was going to be the next really good quarterback, you know. And then last year we sucked, and now we just it's just more shit. Yeah, I was hoping he's going to bounce back this year. You thought so under a new offensive coordinator, a new regime, but nope, not happening, man. Yeah. Shit of the week. All right, who's your number one bust of week so, two? So I, w- I wanted to go with the entire Jet team. John Reney, one of our actually our, our Patreon people, he's a big Jets fan. So I actually called him and asked, is Donald as bad as what he says? He goes, no, it's kind of the D-line. Now, he was right. Darnold had 25 for 41. He had one touchdown, two picks. But he threw 334 yards. It's pretty impressive. <clears throat> and remember, it's only this guy's second game. Now, he said about the D-line, and I think he's right, because Isaiah Crowell only had 12 carries for 35 yards. So Isaiah Crowell was going to be my, my, my five down. But is it just the, the Jets' D-line? Is that the, the main problem? So I'm going to go with, with the D-line. The D-line or the O-line? <laughs> yeah. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, the O-line. I keep saying D-line. Yeah. You're right. O-line, I apologize. That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, the O-line, the Jets O-line is just uh that that that's gotta be the issue because I mean 12 or 35, that's not even those aren't NFL numbers. Like I said, going to the season, Blaw Powell will be a better fantasy running back than Isaiah Crowell's overrated ass. And that's so far starting true. to show. Big worm. All right, David Johnson, you wasted the top three pick on him. For me, my number one bust of the week, I'm going to Adrian Peterson. Dude had a cupcake matchup against the weak Colts front line there. Cupcake. Yeah, man. Huh. <laughs> And, uh, dude, <clears throat> AP says he's got a lot left in the tank. But that tank was running on E in this one, man. Just 20 yards on 11 carries. And I got a close second, actually. I had I was actually debating between... Uh, uh, what do you call Peterson didn't mention it. That tank is actually full of shit, though. It could be full <laughs> of shit. Or some old-ass gasoline. That shit don't work no yeah. more. You know, and petrol runs uh, old, man. That shit does not, uh, does not fire up. Yep. And a close second, though, that I was debating on for throwing in as my number one bust is Eli Manning and Odell Beckham Jr. Because <laughs> Eli Manning, Just man, I'll tell you, man. I thought he was going to be a top 12 quarterback this year, and he's so far from that, man. You, uh, Odell you, Beckham Jr., just nothing against the Dallas He's too paid, defense. bro. He's too paid. He's too paid? Yeah. Like, he's yeah, too paid? You paid him too much? He, he, oh, yeah, he's gotcha. wearing a toupee, too. He's too busy about you know, dancing with dudes in South Beach and getting that hair done. Yeah, Eli, man, that's disappointing. He just That's he just can't old. wait for to go out in the, uh, on the boat with all those guys again after the season's over. It's always waiting for. And you know what? Real quick on, on the whole Eli thing. Okay, so some Jets fans, I mean Giants fans, were kind of split between drafting Saquon Barkley number two or drafting the quarterback of the future. And some of them, it's like split in the middle. 50-50, I would say, if I had to put a number. I don't really know for sure. It could be higher or lower either way. Anyways, it was being talked about on both sides. So anyway, a lot of people are saying win now, get Saquon Barkley. But you know what? Saquon Barkley... He saved you with catching the ball in the backfield, but that dude did not run the ball well at all, man. I'm a little worried about him. If you have him in non-PPR leagues, you are damn worried because he's a first-round pick regardless. But, um, man, in the way Eli looks, maybe they should have taken a quarterback. Well, they should see, take a Sam Darnold. Remember, Eli... That's going to be something to look forward down the road because the Jets got Darnold. The Giants passed on Darnold to take Barkley. Man, those two guys, Barkley and Darnold, they're going to be compared, I bet, in New York. Yeah, they the should, especially, especially being in that city with the amount of coverage you get. Exactly. Um, now, remember, th- remember this, though. The Giants won a Super Bowl with Eli when they were 8-8. Eight and eight. So, Eli does perform in big games. Twice, I believe. They were 8-8 eight eight both times. That, they were that, wild card teams both times. That makes me so mad. 8-8. Eight and eight and you, go the three, eight you go to the Super Bowl. It pissed me off. But, yeah, I mean, that, I guess that's what they're going for. Like, listen, let's get Eli in, in the playoffs. He, he does do good in the playoffs. He has good playoff numbers. So, in 2011, I'm sorry, the Giants were not 8-8. Eight and eight, They were 9-7. and seven, Oh, a huge difference. One yeah. more win. Yeah. Exactly. Blindsided. What the hell happened? Didn't see that coming.
Like the color purple, when the chick pulled out that big ass, well, you know the scene. I did not see that coming. All right, Blindside Performances, who is your one player who burst onto the scene in week two, man, came out of nowhere. Dude, Matt, Matt Breda made a, made a name for himself. 29.6 in, uh, in fantasy. And yeah. uh, it looks like it looks like the uh, could be could be their savior over there. RB four and PPR this week. Uh, for me, man, I got a couple I'm gonna throw out here. I'm gonna go uh, Antonio Callaway, who I love a lot, man. If you ever, for those who watch Hard Knocks, man, I mean, aside from the off the field stuff, man, this guy is talented. Uh, I also got to go with my boy Tyler Boyd, who I hit on, and how about Jesse James coming out of nowhere for 158 yards and touchdown, man. Another awesome name. And I was right on that one. Yeah, it is a good name. I was right on that one too, man. Vance McDonald getting a lot of hype in the offseason. I was like, no, slow your roll, man. Ben's got the the chemistry, the rapport with Jesse James. It's going to be Jesse James. Stop saying you're going to get Shania Twain all excited. Any, that's a that's a data reference there. Andy Dalton, through two weeks, man, killing it. Joe Flacco racking up yardage like like Big Worm racks up free porn accounts on Pornhub. <laughs> man. Man, it's just, those are my guys, man. Those guys just blindsided me. I just can't believe how well Dalton and Flacco are doing right now. I mean, turnovers are there, but still. Uh, he Himes. Oh, Eifert, you know, he got some run. He took a hit and gave back up. I was surprised. All right. I hate Flacco. <laughs> oh, I do too. I think Flacco's a fucking tool bag. Uh, and, he's, and, he, and he got paid so much, and he's doing good this season. But how long can you just... Alex Smith season. I just don't understand the NFL, man. You, they just throw bags of money at these guys. And like, right, you, you had a good year. Like, here's millions of dollars. And he was never that great. The Ravens are one with defense those years. Nostradamus or Nostradamus. Little recap on the five bold predictions. All right, so where we were right, where we were wrong. I, w- I hit the nail on the head with Corey Grant. I called exactly the right number of points. He had 13 points in this one against the Patriots. I hit on many projections this week, including other Jags, such as uh, Keelan Cole, Diddy Westbrook. Got to play those guys. As far as bold predictions, we went bold. Corey Grant was the only guy right in this one. The ones I was wrong on, Stephon Diggs. I said you got to play him, but temper expectations. Well, if you listen to me, Alicia still played his ass. And uh, man, wide receiver one this week. Killed it. 40. Yeah. Man, Jeremy, you had some good calls too, man. Uh, Philip Dorsett, you were right on. He had a solid game PPR. Was right at Yep. Calvin, really, man, you hit on point, man. You said four for 60 and a touchdown. He ended up with four for 68 and a touchdown. Sorry, guys. I was off by eight yards. I apologize. I'll do better this week. These are bold, though. So, um, Also, I said Mike Wallace scored a touchdown, and he barely saw the field for like two fucking minutes. David Njoku, I thought we'd get a touchdown. Dude, he is not getting targeted at all. He's getting, he's getting no, some look, targets. Dude, he's no, he's, getting, not, no, he's not getting nothing, dude. Been dropping a little bit. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, I thought would be a top five wide receiver. Didn't happen. Pierre Garcon, 17 fantasy points. Didn't happen. Those are a little too bold, man. Dude, Pierre Garcon just fell off, huh? Yeah, well, he got hurt last year, too. He was looking good last year until, he got, until the injury. Yeah, well, since, since then, though, the two games now, doing nothing. Ajoku was targeted seven times each game. Now, with that, 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 that's good, but with that Cleveland team, they're not getting them in the red zone. That's the problem. I, he's getting seven attempts, but the red zone, he is non-existent. That's a big target, dude. He has hands. Throw the ball at a guy. It's Tyrod Taylor. No, it's Give me Baker Tehran, sir. Tehran. Tehran. Tehran, whatever. Put yeah. some respect on it. Some Tron. Where you're going with that? I do uh, like the Browns drafting to Miami Hurricanes. They got Duke Johnson. They got uh, a Joko over there. They had uh, they, they had Vinny over there for a while. Who? Vinny says already. Oh, pff, that was a long time ago, man. Like, going back like, like 30 week. years. Yeah. That dude's like fucking 55 at least now, I bet. He was the last quarterback to win a game there. <laughs> do you know who, you, who uh, the last team Vinny has already played for was? The Jets, wasn't it? Patriots. Was it really? As, a, as like a fucking third stringer. Wow. Yeah. 
He was chasing those rings. About Doug Flutie, too, too. Same thing. Huh? Doug Flutie, he never got a ring, right? No, but he did a little pooch kick um, to the uprights for a point. Yeah, for like like an old throwback, extra point style. Well, good for him. I'm sure that counts more than a ring. Back when the extra point was still only uh, 17 yards. Yeah, when, it was, yeah. when it was, I could have done it. Yeah. Buy low, sell high. Let's start with buy low. Which players are y'all targeting to get on the cheap right now? Who are you buying low on? Uh, Joku, man, on Cleveland. He's getting seven targets game, I was saying before. But maybe uh, maybe Hugh Jackson noticed that he's not getting the ball in the red zone, as I did. Yeah, I think Joku's a good one. It's got to happen for him, man. It's got to. And I think Baker Mayfield will start still before November 1st, before Halloween, October 31st. I know it's been rough two weeks, but I would stay firm with him. You can buy a low on him. I think it'll be all right for you. Who's Cleveland got this week? The New York Jets on Thursday night. Well, that'd, be, that'd be a good game to watch. Uh, wait till we get to the preview show, man. I got something for that one. Yeah. All right. And then I got uh, Kenyon Drake. I got because Frank Gore didn't look very good last week. I think this guy's getting more and more rushes as the season goes on. Try to get him early now because he's stocks up real high towards the end of the season. Frank Gore is getting to the end of that barrel, man. I agree. I think Kenyon Drake's going to get more run as we go forward. I think he's a great by-low candidate. He had a decent game in week two, but he wasn't like knocking out of the park or anything. I think he's a guy who can get pretty affordable right now on the cheap. Pennies on the dollar, if you will. What about Josh Gordon? Oh, man, you know, that's tricky. Yeah, because if he plays, he could get numbers. Keeping him, man. Keep Ah, you know, it's tough because some people just love the name, you know? No. Nah, he got some run. Yeah. But man, it could go. That is such a polar opposite of what could happen because he could go there and be like, gangbusters, man, just go crazy with Tom Brady, just throwing it up there to him. Or he could be like many receivers before him, Chad Johnson, Reggie Wayne, Torrey Holt, guys who just couldn't get on the field, man, couldn't get it done. Well, Torrey Holt was cut, Reggie Wayne retired in the preseason. Still, man, new receivers that come into New England late in the season. Only Deion Branch was the only successful one, and that's because he had been there before previously. He already knew the system. He's definitely a guy you want to make a trade offer for. You want to kind of lowball the guy you're trying to get him from. Throw a field out there. If you can get him low, go for it. Do you think I'll give uh, Tom Brady to give him the number 12? Uh, that's right. Oh, that's a good one, man. <laughs> or maybe he just won't wear a Hell shirt because no. it's tattooed on his back. Who do you got? I'll go with Josh Gordon. We got Mahomes. If he drafted him, he didn't draft him as your number one quarterback. So if you could sell him high right now and get something fill in the hole, for sure. If you drafted Derrick Henry as your number two running back, you could sell Mahomes and get you a running back you need. Deshaun Jackson and uh, Matt Breida. Buying low, I'm going to go with David Johnson. I think fantasy owners are probably pretty worried about him right now because two straight duds and the offense looks so fucking pathetic. I don't want to give him up yet. It's only two weeks. Derrick Henry. David Johnson, man, i definitely throw some... Uh, some trade offers out there, see what I get you're, for him. You're sure, though, with Vince Gerald, they, they're not going to stack the box on him? Even if they do, man, I still think that he's, he's going to get good. more involved in the passing game, too. David Johnson is so damn talented, man. But you know what's surprising? You know he is older than Le'Veon Bill. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. <laughs> David Johnson has been in the league a few years. Came out in the league at 24 years old. Anyway, uh, Kenny Drake, I agree with you on that one. How about Kareem Hunt, man? He had a decent game. He's found the end zone in week two. Just 4.9 points in week one. Like David Johnson owners, they might be a little worried, you know, about uh, Kareem Hunt. They might be able to swing a mid-tier running back for Kareem Hunt. You might be able to throw in like a Matt Breida and a wide receiver too. Snatch up Kareem Hunt, man, for owners that are worried about him right now. Aaron Jones, definitely one. I want to buy a low one, man. If he's not in the waiver wire, try to get him somehow on your team, man, because I love this guy. I think he's going to kick ass rest of the way. No, nah, me too. Yeah. Aaron Jones, definitely. How about Devontae Freeman? 
he's injured right now. He's got injury history, of course. But, man, I think when he comes back, he's going to be top 30 running back. He definitely will be. PPR, for sure. How about Ricky Seals-Jones, who, like in Joker, man, it's really not happening for him yet. Larry Fitzgerald's out right now. So Ricky Seals-Jones, I know Jermaine Gresham's coming back. I'm not worried about Gresham, though. I think Seals-Jones is still going to be a factor down the stretch for fantasy football in 2018. And I'll throw one more out there. How about Sonny Michelle for the Patriots? He was questionable in the week two against Jacksonville. He played the game, and he had the most touches in that Patriots backfield among running backs. And he's a rookie, so, man, they, they believe in him. I believe in him. He had a tough matchup against the Jaguars. We'll see. <laughs> I like Sonny Michelle going forward. I would buy low on him right now because it's going to be too late in a couple weeks. How about sell high? Guys that are riding high right now, man, you ready to sell while the iron's hot. Matt Breda. I'm going to try to get rid of him right now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I don't blame you, man, because Alfred Morris, he's still a factor in that run game. 14 carries for him. He had more carries than uh, than Breda did. I just, tried, I just had to trade you for DJ. Uh, yeah, no, I'm not going not gonna to do that. How brother I'm, huh? Yep. Uh, not going to happen there. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who else you got, man? Sell high. Deshaun Jackson? Oh, yeah. Definitely. Two in a row, man. Yeah. Definitely sell high on Deshaun Jackson. Plus, I hate him. So, I'm uh, happy to get rid of him any day of the week. <laughs> yes. I do like the fact that he scored on Philly, though. Yeah. He's so annoying, a little fucker. Yeah. He's very consistent. He's up and down, boom and bust. But two straight booms. Mm-hmm. Sell so while they're boom, 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 sell. <laughs> Uh, pass. Anybody else? Nobody on the bills, tell you that. All right, my sell high. I got Pat Mahomes, who's just on a fucking NFL record breaking tear right now. I sell high on him, man. I think you can flip him right now for, I'd say, a high end RB2. Oh, yeah. Do you, I think what, we could. What about Vince Gerald? Same thing. I'm sorry, Vince Patrick. No. No, because Vince Patrick's 35 and he is known to. Not really do this. That's what I'm saying. So you, you, he, he's high right now. You know, you can get rid of him, sell him high. No, I don't think everybody's gonna want him. No, it's him. No, but everybody's well, everybody's sucking. Everybody's right got now. that one dumb guy in the league. Try to get rid of Vince Patrick. Oh, definitely try to get rid of him if you have him. Get rid of him. Yeah. Yeah, of course. Because his numbers are disgusting. Marshall Lynch, I'm selling high on because even though he's not super high, he's uh, he's not Josh Gordon high. God, yeah. But he is. Who is? Marshall Lynch, he is not quite no, that no, high. I'm saying, who is that high? Johnny Menzel, maybe. Oh. He believe they were teammates. Josh Gordon, Johnny Menzel. That makes sense. Oh, my God. They were roommates at one point, too. Jesus. How much fucking drugs were they doing? Can you imagine how fun it was, though? Could you imagine that they had more wins when that was going on than they had in the last two years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Oh, yeah. One win. Yeah. 638 days is it now? And counting. Yeah, I, I thought it would be better. Until Thursday night. So embarrassing. I want to get a picture of Hugh Jackson's face and just like make a t-shirt out of it when I missed that field goal. Poor yeah. guy. The Hugh. Call it the Hugh or the Huey. Call it the Hugh. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he's got a rough right now. Right now? A <laughs> couple of years. He's still getting jobs, though. Mm-hmm. Me too. <laughs> How about Philip Lindsay for the Broncos, man? Back-to-back 100-yard games. Broncos say they're going to ride the hot hand. I think he might get you 15 points. I just can't buy... Don't see that happening. Broncos running back, man. I mean... Sell high if you can. See what you can get for him. Maybe get a better name player. Because I think at some point, they invested a third-round pick in Royce Freeman. I think Royce Freeman is going to eventually get more play than Philip Lindsay. But Lindsay's a hot name right now. Freeman. Um, Royce Freeman. He will draft him in the third round. And my last one, James Conner. I'm selling high on Conner, man. That touchdown saved his ass last week. I want to see another week. Yeah, he had, he had no rushing yards. He only had was receiving yards. Oh, yeah, man. And Le'Veon Bell will be back at some point. 
Nope. And you're going to sell him no, no, sooner no, no, than no. later because, man, if you hold on to James Conner, man, you're not willing to move his ass. When it comes week 10 and Le'Veon Bell returns, then you're fucked. Then you're just stuck and you, you just, he's no longer valuable. You lost that trade chip. I would sell James Conner, maybe even in a, as a lateral move. I would do James Conner for Kenyon Drake right now. Straight up. Bell ain't coming back. We'll see, man. And if he doesn't, we will see. Then I am 100% wrong what I'm saying, but I think he's coming back. Well, one of us got to be right. So one of us looks smart. Yeah, one of us is good. All right, trimming the fat. Is that a fat joke, bro? You're a big, fat, curly-headed fuck. Players you're ready to cut bait with for the rest of the 2018 fantasy football season. I'm going to go for the rest of my life. Uh, Marcus Mariota, man. This this guy, he's done. I mean, Tennessee's like one step is, is he? Is he No, seriously, is he done forever? Is he that bad now? Hands down. Uh, no, he's like Matt Castle bad. He'll be a journeyman backup, I think. Speaking of uh, bad, how about uh, Eli Manning? Um, yeah. Yeah, Eli Manning, man. That, that one really... Surprised me. I thought I really thought he was gonna be top twelve quarterback, and that's just not gonna happen for him. I mean, it's two weeks. We'll see. Yeah, two weeks but, in, yeah. But shake I, change. he just looks so bad. I'm not ready to. Uh, I'm off that bandwagon right now. Yeah. Does he have a bandwagon? Did he ever have a bandwagon? Uh, no. <laughs> he threw a pick last week and had no touchdowns, and he had one touchdown this week. They signed Odell for all that money to get no <laughs> touchdowns in two and weeks. Have a very mediocre day against the Cowboys <laughs> in Dallas. I love that, by the way. Yeah, that was great. <laughs> <laughs> that second time too when he got he got trucked that was even better what did they say that my American players say if you don't want to celebrate keep us out of the end zone Randall Hill said that next level stats alright time to go next level brought to you by Fanatic F-A-N-A-T-I-Q win your week win the next win your league download Fanatic available in the app store now I want to ask you a question okay. of all the NFL quarterbacks right now for fantasy can you name quarterbacks that are worse than Eli Manning for the first two weeks of the season? Oh, man. For fantasy. Uh, Nate Peterman. Uh, okay. Uh, no, let's, let's not count Nate Peterman. Let's talk about... Uh, well, listen, man. He started. He started week one. That's an NFL starter right there. How about quarterbacks that started two games God damn it. <laughs> this season? How about that? Uh, Mario didn't start this week. He did not. That limited sound for me. Prescott do anything? Prescott is ahead of him. Man. You want me to... Hurry this up for you. Yeah, you gotta help me on it. I'm, I'm, I'm. There, uh, all right, how about this? There's one quarterback. Oh, Trubisky. No, there's what? one. There's no way he's better. I guess he has three touchdowns though. Yeah, there's only one quarterback in the league that started two games this season that is worse for fantasy than Eli Manning. Right? There's now. only one. Only one. Wow, man, it's got to be an 0 two team. I'll give Who, you a clue. Denver. I'll give you a clue. That was a breaking noise, by the way. Nope, that did nothing for me. Really. Nope. You stupid, ignorant, son of a bitch, dumb bastard! Sam Bradford. Oh, I completely forget, forgot about the guy existed. Holy shit. Yeah, and he's the only one that's worse than Eli for fantasy in 2018. Jesus. Eli is the 29th ranked quarterback. Bradford, Mariota, and Josh Allen. Only quarterbacks worse, but Josh Allen and Mariota didn't play two games. So really, it's only Bradford. And the last one I have written down here is uh, Jordy Nelson, Oakland, man. This guy, uh, week one, two catches for 10 yards, four targets. Week two, three for 23, four targets. Yeah, he's reverted back to your typical Nobody. slow white guy receiver. Yes. Yeah. He ain't, he ain't got on the pats. He ain't that pretty. It's all over for Jordy. This is, uh, he's, he's done. Maybe Green Bay was right. I, I was shocked when I got rid of him. Maybe they were on to something. I'll give you some trim in the fat here. I'm going to go with Derrick Henry. You, got I mean, you can't really drop his ass, but you can damn sure sell, try to trade him. Probably not going to get much for him, man. You'll probably get pennies back on the dollar in your investment, but you know what? Move on from his ass, man. He is not good at football. Isaiah Quill, another one, man. I'd never been high on this dude. 
don't know why each of the last two years everybody's like you know like fucking so high on Jets running backs last year's Bilal Powell who was way over the fuck overrated who was I said stay away from and now it's his Eric Crowell and I said Bilal Powell be the best running back for the Jets this year and he's gonna be and I'm gonna go Mike Wallace trim the fat on him because he's done man even if he's not official done for the season he's done for your fantasy season or he should be anyway Pull out your dicks, knives, and wallets, bitches. It's time for Mary Bang Kill. Keep, trade, drop. I haven't done this in a little while. Oh, shit. You always say fat A's and divorce A's are easy targets. Uh, give me another fat woman. Um, all right, who's fat? Um, fat and famous? Yeah, fat and famous. Mr. McCarthy? I remember hitting some fatties for question number one. Kelly Clarkson. Hitting, hitting on fatties, by the way, is what Chris does every time he goes to the bar. Uh, no. I did fuck your mom. Twice. He says chunky divorcees are an easy lay. I I mean, mean, I'll be honest. I banged a couple fatties back in my day. Ain't gonna lie. We've all been there. Back uh, in the day, it was Tuesday. Beer goggles. I was was sporting a couple nights. Fosters again. That's a uh, spinoff conversation. All right. We'll save that for the (laughs) spinoff. All right. So, number one, fatties. Kelly Clarkson. Kirstie Alley. Melissa McCarthy. Mary, bang, kill. Where are you going? I have to fucking kill Melissa McCarthy because I cannot stand her. Uh, oh, first her of all, fucking voice, man. Her voice every, on top Everything of about her I hate. You're, you're a shitty version of Chris Farley. Most female comics are not funny. And, dude, this Paul Blart thing where like you get hurt all the time, it just, it's not funny, man. It, it, it's good in kids' movies, but like, you're an adult trying to do adult movies. Stop it. You fat pig, I want to kill you. Tell me how you really feel about her. I cannot fucking stand her. Yeah, I'd I'm not a fan. ban Christy Alley and then I would go Kelly Clarkson because there's a chance she could get skinny again and become hot. Who? Kelly Clarkson. There's no chance. No, there's she, probably she, not. She's way too but far I'm gone. Saying, there's a way chance. too far gone. That should be the title of our next album. Too Far Gone. Double wide album. After sex over twice and I'm still on the bitch. <laughs> that, that could work for all three of these ladies right here. Oof. All right, so recap it. Where are you going on this one? You're banging uh, who? I'm banging, uh, I'm banging Christy Alley. I'm marrying Kelly Clarkson on the up chance there might be a... Uh, <laughs> I'm trying to buy low on that one. Um, and then um going to kill, stomp on her face, curb her, Melissa McCarthy. Just put her right in the curb. Just mm, American history acts the shit out of her. I would kill Melissa McCarthy as well. <laughs> that, and, that should be a given, everybody. Bang out Kirstie Alley. And a time machine, I would. I have no problem banging her back in the cheers. Oh, days. she was hot as shit back in the day. Yeah, but her voice, though, too, kind of raspy and shit, man. I, I, I'll bang her out one time with some earmuffs. And then I will uh, I'll marry Kelly Clarkson and I wish I had time machine again because she wasn't too bad looking like 15 years ago, but now she's a fat, overweight, Rose O'Donnell looking fucking dyke pig. Damn. And, uh, but Tell yeah. me how you really feel. But yeah, at least her voice is pleasant, I guess. I could deal with her uh, talking because the other two, I can't fucking stand to hear their fucking voices. I mean, it's like Fran Drescher-ship. Oh my God, she's the worst. Yeah. All right, number two. Keep trade drop. Kenny Galladay, Keelan Cole, Antonio Callaway. Um, I guess I'd say I'd keep Cole. Trade Galladay. Gotcha. And I would uh, drop Callaway. This is a tough one, man. I like all these receivers a lot, man. I especially like Keelan Cole and Kenny Galladay here. Uh, I'm going to go with Keelan Cole. I'm going to keep him because he is the de facto number one there. Kenny Galladay, I'm going to trade him because his value is high and he's still fighting with Golden Tate and Marvin Jones for targets. And Antonio Callaway, I will cut bait with, man. I'll drop him because Tyrod Taylor is still playing quarterback. Tyrod Taylor is still playing quarterback. Excuse me. All right, next one here. Fantasy movie characters. You got... Hermione, Harley Quinn, Ray from Star Wars. All right. I'm going to say bang uh, Harley Quinn just because she's going to be great in bed. It's going to be the best night ever. Um, a little side note on Margot Robbie. When she's filming that fucking King Kong movie, they're like, oh, we don't need to lose five pounds for the role. She's like, no, I'm going to be at the pub every night drinking beer. She's like, I'm in England. I'm going to be at the pub. 
that's fucking awesome. But yeah, I definitely bang the shit out of her as Harley Quinn. You said Ray from Star Wars? Yeah. I'm going to have to kill her and marry Hermione because Hermione just gets better looking with age. She's like, fine, wine. She was like 12 when she was making those movies. And like, at like movie four, I was like, well, what's going on down here? Started to get hot. And then uh, she looks so good in this at the end. And I love that British accent shit. Make a strong argument there. I'm going to have to kill Hermione, though, because uh, <laughs> she's a little too skinny, man. Class me. Right, can I still sleep with her when you kill her? Yeah, you can be the necrophilia yeah. type shit, man. Yeah, good. Necrophiliac. That. All right, I'm going to kill Hermione. I am going to bang out Ray from Star Wars. She's pretty hot. Yeah, she's, she's hot. Yeah. But I feel like she'd use the force on me. Like she'd force me to do shit I don't want to do. And I guess, man, uh, this is, isn't really a hard one for me, Harley Quinn, because um, one, hot as fuck. Two, I, I don't deal with uh, too much crazier shit at home as it is. So it's kind of like making the same. Uh, Chris is twice. one of those those people that just chases drama. I don't chase. He drama. wants the neighbors to call up the cops and shit. Oh that, yeah, fuck. She, she's gonna walk outside with the bat <laughs> over her shoulders and a half shirt, and Chris will be like, "She hit me." Yeah, we we, and then we, we, do, we do the whole Will Ferrell stepbrothers bury in the backyard type shit. And we yeah. do all that. <laughs> Keep trade drop Deshaun Jackson, Larry Fitzgerald, Alshon Jeffrey. Drop Fitzgerald because then hamstring could linger, it could get worse. Alshon Jeffrey, I'm gonna keep because uh, you know, two weeks he could be back and the shoulder injury's not gonna mess him up that bad. And Deshaun Jackson, I'm gonna trade his value is high. Yeah, I agree, man. I'm gonna trade Deshaun Jackson as well because you're right, his value is higher than it's ever gonna be the rest of the year. I mean, two monster games for him. And I'm going to go the same way, man. I'm going to drop Larry Fitzgerald because the hamstring does linger, and that's going to also hinder his value, man. And so Alshon Jeffrey, who is on the upswing because he's coming back soon. Carson Wentz is coming back in week three. Jeffrey, hopefully in week four. I am going to keep Alshon Jeffrey. Next one here. Washed up singers. And Kelly Clarkson was not on this list, but uh, we're going to go Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera, and the drug addict herself, Demi Lovato. See, I was going to say bang on Demi Lovato just because I think it'd be great to get fucking high as fuck and have crazy sex with her. Um, <laughs> of course you would. Who wouldn't want to do that? Uh, I'm going to have to go and marry Britney Spears, though, because she's still hot. It's been years. You ever washed up washed up over here? She does like a thing on, um, on, on um, what the fuck's it called? Snapchat, where she just like, models clothes. Um, oh, yeah, you were telling me about that. Yeah, yeah, she's still super hot. Christina Aguilera, though, dude, you find her on a, on a right day. That girl that girl has Tony Sperano syndrome. I say this all the time on the show. Her weight fluctuates, too, but there's sometimes what I see. I'm like, damn, she looks good. Right, and right now, Debbie Lovato looks good, too, but I'm going to have to go ahead and kill her just based on the fact that someone said to me the other day about her, like, ODing, mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, my God, poor Debbie, poor, De- uh, poor De- uh, Demi. And they're like, if this was some girl in the corner, everybody's like, fucking drug addict. Because yeah. she's famous, we're supposed to give fucking a shit. junkie. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that funny how, how America backlash on you like that? Like, oh, like, you know, you're, you're not famous. I'm going to fuck what you're on. Money talks. Yeah, I know. It's fucking crazy, isn't it? Yeah. No humanity, man. But yeah, uh, I mean, don't get me wrong. I'd bang all three of them at the same time. Oh, I would too. I'm gonna kill Demi Lovato though. I wanna yeah. bang. I wanna bang out Christina Aguilera, 2002 Dirty Style. That dirty video is uh yeah. Oh my god, really nice. Yes, yeah. and I am gonna marry Britney Spears because, like you said, aged pretty well. Not to mention, she was like the sex symbol of my youth. So I'm gonna go with that one. Yeah, uh, if Chris was in the girls, or our youth, her. I should say, motherfucker. I'm only we're only a month apart in age. All right, next one here. Keep trade drop. Derrick Henry, Alex Collins, Adrian Peterson, struggling running backs. Man, um. I guess I'm gonna drop Derrick Henry, keep Alex Collins, and trade AP. I'm going the same way, man. Dropping Henry, keeping Collins because I think Collins is still the best running back in Baltimore. I think Peterson, you, you can get just good name brand recognition. Yeah, yep. I'm gonna trade AP just because uh, people were so high on him, man. After that third preseason game for the Redskins, and you probably get some in return. Maybe if it's only a, a kicker like Zane Gonzalez or Daniel Carlson, whatever. Better than nothing. 
All right, women in sports. Mary Bankill, Alex Morgan, Caroline Wozniacki, and Ashley Harkle Road Adams. Yeah, uh, right. but Ashley Adams, the porn star, is really hot, too. So that makes her even hotter now. Who? Ashley Adams is actually a porn star's name, too. Oh, I, I don't know who that is. Well, you know, I don't watch porn. He has much porn with girls in it. Uh, true. Uh, it's straight homemade, <laughs> gas station, uh, man-on-man sex, man. <laughs> Dumb and dumber style. Ugh. I like the rapes, the rape scenes. I don't Nothing know what's rapes. going I'm, rapes I'm out of the room with this guy right now. You want to reenact some uh, rape scenes? I do not. All right. You got to right. print them out, boy. All right, so who you got? All right, so Mary Bankill. It, it was Alex Morgan. Mm-hmm. Um, Caroline, how do you say that fucking last name? Wozniacki. Wozniacki. All right, I'm going to... um. I'm gonna marry this Ashley Adams based on the fact that her uh, her name is hot as fuck. Um, I can't say Wozniacki, so I'm gonna kill her, <laughs> and I'm gonna uh, bang out Alex Morgan. I'm gonna kill Harkle Road. You know, I'm gonna marry Alex Morgan, man. She's pretty fucking hot. I'm gonna bang out Wozniacki one time. One time. Kill Harkle Road. Does your wife know you're gonna marry her? Who gives a fuck, man? I'm Mormon, bitch. <laughs> About to be. I'll make it happen. I'll, I'll 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 convert to Mormonism or whatever. The fuck what, what, yeah, whatever gets you two wives. I'll fucking follow. What's his name? Uh, who's a Mormon guy? I fucking follow Brigham Young. Oh no, no. You know Brigham Young, jo- Steve Young's Josh, like great, great grandfather. Uh, or fucking um John John Smith is the uh, Mormon guy. Is it John Smith? Yeah. No, that's the dude that fucking that's the fucking dude that sailed across. That's a dude from Virginia, man. The plantation shit. Mary John Pocahontas. Smith is, is the, uh, the the founder of the Mormon religion. Are you serious? Yeah, bitch. Watch your South Park. I'm trying to Google search me. Shut up, Siri. Mm-hmm. Siri's trying to ruin our show. You were wrong, motherfucker. What's his name? So I, I know you learned a lot of your um, your world history from South, South Park. Park. Yes, yes, but uh, it's not John Smith, you dick. That was Pocahontas' whole fucking thing. In yeah, that's what was the guy's name? There? In that? Joseph Smith. Oh, my bad. I'm sorry, Joseph, not John. My bad. Off the high. I was off by one. I was off by a fucking one letter. John wow. Smith, Joe Smith, whatever. All right. Keep trade drop. Josh Gordon, Marvin Jones, Marquise Goodwin. I'm keeping Josh Gordon. Hundred percent. I think I think he's a big upside. There. The ceiling is real high for him going over to uh, New England. I guess I'll uh, drop Jones and trade Goodwin. Can't agree with you more on Gordon. I would keep him for the upside alone because yep. man, you never know. That's you know high ceiling though. I would uh, trade Marvin Jones. I think people will still buy in on him, and I don't think anybody's buying on Marquise Goodwin right now. I think Marquise Goodwin will be a good player the rest of the way, but man, right now his value is just not there. All right, next one here. Scandalous women in sports. You got Jen Sturger. Remember her? I do not. I never saw this girl. She was she was pretty hot, man. She was the Jets reporter. Remember Brett Favre played for the Jets for one year in 2008? Yeah, Broadway. Uh, they, they, they literally named the street after him and shit. Remember, yeah, remember that, or Key to the City. Remember there was like a, a viral photo floating around the internet of Brett Favre's cock? She that was, was on the, your phone. She's the one who put that cock on blast. No, it was on my phone. <laughs> uh, usually I, I use my cock to blast. All right, so Jen Sturger. Hope Solo, she uh, beat up some family members, and um, she's also in the fappening thing. Yeah, this chick's pretty hot. This uh, she this looks chick, kind of lesbianish. This Jen chick. And then, oh, Jen Sturger, yeah, Oof. she is hot. Wow. And then you got Tanya Harding. All right, well, I'm gonna kill Tanya Harding. Straight out the trailer, straight from Eight Mile, huh? Yeah, I'm gonna kill Tanya Harding just as she's gross. Oh yeah, that was a given. Yeah, killing her ass too. Um, so oh, that, you know what? Have you ever seen her porno? I want to say I have actually. I have two actually, man. That said, she's a fucking. Well, what what do they say in Zack and Mary? They're like, he's anybody watch anybody fuck. I would watch Rosie O'Donnell fuck somebody right now, and I fucking hate her. I would love to see Trump and Rosie fuck. That'd be <laughs> awesome. Right, right over the desk, the White House. If Trump ever was right in a crunch and needed some quick cash, he needs to go. Yeah, fucking I'm sure he needs the money. 
Here's go bathroom rape scene. Uh, Rose O'Donnell. Dude, that guy is uh, he's he's uh, Le'Veon Bell in it right now. He's he's not even taking the salary at the White House. Yeah, I know. Uh, I'm gonna go ahead and marry uh, Jen Sturger, and I'm gonna hate fuck uh, Hope Solo. Oh yeah, same here. I'm gonna yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm gonna, like I'm gonna like wear like a different country's jersey and shit while I do it. China. Yeah. North Korea. I bet you hate this, don't you? Last one here, man. Keep trade drop. Aaron Jones, Mark Ingram, James Conner. I'm still thinking about Jen Sturger. What happened now? <laughs> yeah, she's hot, man. Brett Favre was trying to fuck her so bad, man, that he was, he, did. he was he was texting her. He was sexing her dick pics, and she put him on blast, man. It's fucking hilarious. Mm. She's got a weird-looking dick. Not as ugly as... Uh, dish, not, not as ugly. <laughs> not as weird-looking as uh, DeAndre Hopkins, though. His ashy penis was just fucking... Remember that shit went viral? Nope. I don't know why I think of all these... I don't Google any around. The only, the, only, the only sports guy's talk I've seen was uh, fucking a picture from uh, Justin Verlander because it was pictures of uh, his wife. What was her name? Oh yeah, she's fucking hot too, man. Plus, plus size model, my ass. Yeah, my plus size titties. Yeah, um, Kate, yeah. Uh, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. Yeah, I was going through her photos and in like one of those pictures, like, it was his, his penis, but it was also his penis just shudges all over her. So there's another football penis. Uh, Vasante Shanko, Big Shank, back in the day from Minnesota Vikings. Big Shank. Yeah, Big Shank. That's what they called him in the locker room after his old fucking dick interview. Anyway. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna keep uh, Aaron Jones. Just I want to call him AA Ron, and that's the only reason I want to keep him. Okay. I'm gonna do um. A-Ron double up, man, that backfield. I'm going to yeah. trade uh, Mark Ingram because I think name recognition, you're going to get something for him. And cut James Conner. Fuck, man. You know what? I'm, I'm going to keep James Conner. I'm going to keep James Conner. Okay. Because I think the, I think he's going to be getting better and better. Uh, I feel like the Steelers haven't had a good game yet. And you don't think Bell's coming back? I don't think Bell's going to come back ever. No. All right. So you're going to drop uh, Mark Ingram? Yep. Okay. I'm going to keep Aaron Jones because I love the motherfucker. And you're going to trade Aaron Jones, I guess? I was going to... Uh... Or trade Ingram. I don't know. I'm gonna uh, trade Ingram just, uh, just try to get some name, name recognition. Okay. Oh, Mark Ingram. Some college Jones. fan. Drop Jones because you haven't seen it yet, I guess. Yeah. I'm keeping Aaron Jones. Okay. I am going to trade James Conner for reasons I've stated earlier. And I'm going to drop Mark Ingram. Yeah, I agree. He's Mark, up and down too, man. Def, definitely Mark Ingram. Drop, definitely drop him, though. Fantasy recap The good, the bad, and the ugly. Jeff falls somewhere in between the last two. All right, man, for the game recaps for week two, give me the good, the bad, and the ugly for week two. Say I'm going to go ahead and say with the, uh, first of all, the bad Vikings-Packers game. Just because, stop ending on ties. Okay, that, that's just a mm -hmm. side note there. But ugly, Pats-Jags. Um, Pats look like shit. And you're definitely going to see this team in the playoffs. Fournette was out and you still lost. And you let Bortles go 29 for 45 with four touchdowns on you. Yeah, and he didn't even say your your best quarterback in this, in this game, like like you do in the Super Bowl. Um, for the good, I got the Cleveland Saint, uh, the Cleveland versus Saints game, and I'm also gonna go ahead and say the bad because the Saints lost at home, basically to Cleveland. If they made that point, the game is over. You lost to the fucking Browns if you're the Saints. They should get yeah. an L for that. Cleveland still get a loss as well, but the Saints should get a loss for that game. Just just, was just based on the fact they got to put them in the playoffs, and uh, you're letting that guy build confidence on you. Bortles did good versus him in the playoffs last year too. All right. Yeah, he did. No, he did. Patriots quarterbacks, opposing quarterbacks are just fucking look like Tom Brady back there. Uh, so your good was Blake Bortles and the Jags, was it? No, uh, the, my good was uh, the Cleveland Saints game. Oh, okay. Oh, that was a great game, and the, the, the Cleveland got fucked. And my bad was the Saints because they basically lost to Cleveland. That extra point gets made. Okay, so uh, some of us, some of these are on point here, um, just in reverse. Because my good is Blake Bortles and the Jags. I okay. mean, they just shut down the Patriots pretty much, man. Yeah, I mean, I'm basically saying the same thing. because how ugly the Pats were. But yeah, they, they, yeah. they played good. You know what? Then I'll throw this. How about the Cincinnati Bengals? 
back-to-back weeks of 34-23 victories. They, they've really come out of nowhere this year early on. Uh, again, the playoffs another story for them with Marvin Lewis. But, man, they, they're off to a great start, man. That kind of surprises me. The bad, I'm going with the Cleveland Browns because they should be 2-0, and and they're 0-2. Sad. And they replaced the kicker problem with a kicker problem because this guy was not good in college at FAU, no less. Not like he's fucking kicking at Miami or Florida State or some shit. And for the ugly, the big ugly right here, man. The Clay Matthews roughing the passer call. Oh my god, on Kirk Cousins that cost Green Bay the W, man. And we wouldn't have had a fucking tie if they didn't call that bullshit. Well, how was they even roughing the passer? Down by eight. He didn't oh, land, it was he not. Didn't, it wasn't. He didn't bullshit. land on him. He, he didn't hit him with the helmet. Because at first I thought his rule was that if you leave with your helmet, leave with your helmet at all, it's mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's it's a penalty. But you have or to hit him you, with the helmet. Or if you drive them into the ground, which again he did not he didn't do. do. He didn't put his weight on him. Nope. Yeah, I agree. Man, that was just Clay Matthews ugliest. two weeks in a row with that shit. Ugliest of the game of the week. At least though. this week it wasn't actually his fault. Waiver wire targets. All right, waiver wire ads heading into week three, man. What you got? Corey Clement from Philly. Okay. Uh, because I don't know if you guys noticed or not, but uh, pretty uh, pretty fresh news here. JJ is out for week three. Yep, breaking news. JJ, Philadelphia Eagles head coach J- Doug Peterson expects JJ to sit in week three. Yeah, Corey Clement. I, I too expect that because he's the coach. So, <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, I also have a uh, Calvin Ridley and Philip Dorsett from the U. Uh, Keelan Cole. He's available in a lot of leagues. Uh, he Himes, Corey Clement, and you got Eckler and uh Ebron. I like him, man. I'm gonna get to mine here. I got Aaron Jones. You gotta add him if he's out there, man. You gotta add him. Giovanni Bernard. Joe Mixon is going to be gone for a few weeks. Pick him up. He's going to be a solid top 25 PPR back. Antonio Callaway. Josh Gordon's gone. Callaway slides into the number two spot. I'm not buying Rashad Higgins. Rashad Higgins is an okay guy. Callaway is a high ceiling boom guy, man. Give me Callaway if he's available. Javorius, Buck Allen. Like I said last week, man, this guy can get you consistent double-digit points. Buck Allen, yeah. PPR. Solid RB3 in PPR leagues. I'm going Chris Godwin who, once Deshaun Jackson comes back to Earth, Chris Godwin's going to be floating back up to space, taking his place. So uh, I like Chris Godwin there. And Geronimo Allison, I think he's a guy you have to add to if he's available. I think PPR, he's going to be a guy that gets you at least 10 points a game. Bring it to the mailbag. I am. I get some good mailbag questions this week. I like this. For sure. Mailbag. Can we talk about the mail, please? I'm dying to talk about the mail all day. They've been asking for their mail on a daily basis. Barney, give this guy a cigarette. He's freaking out. Who? Barney. Who the hell is Barney? You don't see Barney. Oh, shit. What the hell are you? You've lost your damn mind. All right, number one. Who are your top five quarterbacks of this millennium? Dan in Houston, Texas. Now, I almost feel like these, these top five are like just set in stone. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Peyton Manning, um, Russell Wilson, and I'm pretty much trying to throw my homes in there. I might as well, right? <laughs> so how about this? Let, let's let's go in order of, of what should be the top five. All right, go in order. So, five to one. All right. Tom Brady's a given. Of course. Peyton Manning. Of course. 
I am not a big fan of Drew Brees. He uh, he does belong on that list, though, probably. I forgot about Drew Brees. What was I thinking? God. <laughs> and I'm gonna say Brett Favre, even though he didn't uh, he didn't win a Super Bowl this this money. But dude, you remember that Vikings game when he with uh what the hell was the guy's name? Sidney uh. Sidney Rice. Si- oh my God, he made it like, like an all star, bro. It, it, that was when he just came just came back from the Jets. He went over that he was slinging it, dude. And they, they were one game away from the Super Bowl. In that year, in that season, 2009, I had Sidney Rice and Miles Austin that both picked up off the waiver wire that year. Fucking flushed it. I think Chris remembers stuff like that. Oh, God. I, I got stories every year. Anyways, good. All right. So I said uh, Brady, Peyton, um, Aaron Rodgers, hands down again. Did you just go one to five or five to one? I, no, I'm, I'm just, I'm just, I'm not, I'm out of order right now, but. Uh, oh, okay. Because you did, you say you wanted yeah, to Yeah, I did. I did. But then I, I got distracted <laughs> by Brett Favre thing. Okay. Uh, so Brady, Peyton, Favre, Rodgers. I'll, I'll put it in order. When, when you go, I'll put my five in order. I'm kind of torn between Big Ben and, and Breeze. I'm gonna I'm gonna go Ben now. All right, who's your top five though? My top five, five to one. Number five, Ben Roethlisberger, slight edge over Eli Manning. Just based on Super Bowl. Drew Breeze, number four. Dude's a, a stat monster. Three. Real, real quick, when, when I'm doing my top five, my basing this on how much I like them, how much how yeah. good they are. Oh no, it's about it's about you. It's all about okay, your all right, cool, your own personal opinion. All right. No right or wrong answer. Heard. Good. All right. Four. I'm going uh, Drew Brees, statistical monster, man. He was just a, uh, I mean, they, they, they do roll out of bed and throw for 4,500, 5,000 yards. Like it was nothing. I am going to go, the only the only hang up on Brees is he played in a dome, but he was really good. Anyway. Is it really a hang up? They're still having a fucking game there. We were playing inside. I don't know. You don't have to worry about the elephant. Every NBA player plays inside too, buddy. Yeah, but the rest of the NFL quarterbacks do not play uh I mean, look at the fucking snow games. The Patriots are involved in so many times. How often, you know? Yeah, but their quarterback sucks. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, uh, number three for me is Aaron Rodgers. And if he only wins one Super Bowl, then I'm going to have to reevaluate this list because, man, people so people good. crown him so as good. the best quarterback in the league. They've done that now for, like, feels like fucking at least dude, five, he, six he, years at least. He's precision, dude. He's like a surgeon out there. He's good. But is he a winner, though? I don't know. It's my opinion. But uh, I got him at number I'll three. Touch on that. Go ahead. Because I think he is uh I think he's a great quarterback. I just I I just be disappointed if he only went to one Super Bowl. I know he wants to win two so bad to be more than far, but uh, number two for me, Peyton Manning. Like Breeze, man, he was a stat monster, but did it better. Maybe not yardage wise per season on a season to season basis. But uh do have longevity. Great regular great regular season quarterback. But man, one and done nine times. In the playoffs, this is fucking horrible. And of course, number one, no doubt about it, man, Tom Brady. And you said that that was Dan's question in Houston, Texas. Thanks, Dan. Yep. Um, all right. So my my five. This is based on my personal shit. Uh, Brett Favre. I just love watching that play. He reminds me of Derek Jeter. Like he goes out there, you can just tell he he loves what he's doing. He's having a good time. He's a little kid going out there and playing football. And this is why I hate guys like uh, friggin' um, Le'Veon Bell for a patient. Oh, I'm only getting fourteen million dollars. You're playing a game. Go out there and love what you're doing. Enjoy the game. I love doing this. I'm having a great time. I'm not getting paid anything right now. This is awesome for me. Brett Favre, hands down, so enjoyable to watch. Um, Peyton Manning, to me, this, he's, he's on my two, but that could have been switched to Rodgers, too. But Peyton Manning made one of the best plays I've ever seen like as, as a quarterback. There was a game when he was on the Colts, and it was like fourth and like 18, and uh, Tony Dungeon was like, oh, we're going to uh, punt. He's like, no, it's fourth quarter. We're down by you know 14. You're not punting. And he, he pushed the punt team off the field and stayed on the field. Then he completed it on fourth and 18. It was awesome. So that that I'll never forget that play. It was awesome. Just the fact that you sent your coach like 
Tony Dungy, stop it. I'm, I'm hitting Manning. I'm, I'm getting this. Um, Aaron Rodgers, because every single game he's in, about to get a win. Every time. Every single game, hands down. Last week, I said to uh, Greg Sack, I said, Greg, 10 minutes left in the game, in, uh, in the second quarter, I go, if he comes back in this game, they're going to win the game, hands down. And what happened? Boom. Game over for the Bears. Uh, Tom Brady, because he's Tom Brady. He's, 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 he's the best. He's, he's on a great team. He's on a team who makes other players good. He, he you know, he's like Larry Bird. He makes, makes other players around him good. Um, he's fun to watch. He's always in the Super Bowl. He, he's confident in the playoffs. He's, he's just ice water in the mains. Yep. Big Ben, man, he, he's, he's number five on my list because I'm just poor watching that big idiot play sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Unless he's punching somebody in the face in the bathroom, I don't really care what he's doing. I hear you. Uh, Tony Dungy, man. You mentioned him, but I think he's hey, a little man, great, isn't he? Get off. You, you think Tom, Tony Dungy has ever yelled in his life? At anybody? I don't think he's. I don't think he's ever done anything. I thought that guy's a complete. That guy's overrated, man. So when Aaron Rodgers too, prior to this season, Aaron Rodgers' home record was fifty wins, eight losses. Aaron Rodgers, what was it? Aaron Rodgers' home. Uh, his home record at Lambeau Field. Okay, what was it? Is fifty wins, eight losses. Okay, that's yeah, not bad. <laughs> yep. So. In 2016, Tom Brady. So this is two years, two years ago when this stat came out. Tom Brady's record at home is. You want to take a guess? I do not. Not? I don't want to take a guess at all. I'm gonna, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be off. You're gonna give me shit about it. All right. 98 and 15. So you're saying uh, Aaron Rodgers is better? Uh, no. Brady's almost doubled them up. Think about how hard it is to win a football. I know, I know what you're saying, but if, but if it was, it'd be 100, it'd be 116. So he'd have one. He had two more wins and one less, um, uh, one more loss if he doubled his. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Dude, come on, they're both right there, dude. They're both right there, but you gotta think. You think Aaron Rodgers? What's his record? What's his record gonna be five years from now? If he, well, he won't be playing that. He's older. He's pretty old. But uh, let's say three years from now, do you think Aaron Rodgers is gonna be able to? Hold the torch to that record. Well, to that. Well, record. the question wasn't who's going to be the best in the future, sir. No, I'm just saying. I know. I know you're just trying to blow your boy. I know. I, lo- I love it. This cock tastes so good, man. Uh, <laughs> I like it. I like in Ted too. Oh yeah. And, and that's that, that's when that it's gold, resting. That gold sheen. Perfect spiral. Yep. All right, man. That's all we got. Uh, oh, we got next one. Yeah, yeah. Not, that, but, oh. but I, stop cutting the show short, bro. No. All right. Um, help. Help. Go ahead. Yep. Help. I need a running back. Who are some running back targets I should add off the wire? Dave in Brooklyn, New York. We hit on a couple of these. You want to reiterate some of the um, guys we went over? I'm going to go Aaron Jones. I said, I said Drake before. And Drake? Well, yeah. he, he's not on the wire. He's not on the wire? No. Who's on the wire? Um, I don't know. Giovanni Bernard, maybe? Yep, that's a good one. Well, Lindsey. All right, it's tough for running backs right now. A lot of the running backs you drafted early really aren't doing much right now. All right, number three, better wide receiver rest of season. Kenny Galladay or Keelan Cole? West in San Diego, California. We kind of touched on that a little bit in Mary Bank. Yeah. Um, Galladay? This, yeah, this one's tough. I'm going to go Cole because he's the number one receiver. I know you want to go Galladay, but then at the same time, you still got you still got Marvin Jones, you still got Tate. I'm going to say Galladay has more touchdowns. I think Keelan Cole is going to be the better fantasy receiver for the rest of the way. So Cole gets more points, but Galladay gets more touchdowns? Yep. Okay. So they both be pretty good though. Either way, oh, right? yeah, they're both gonna be good. I think. Okay. Yeah. Oh yeah. Number so either, four, either way, you're, you're, you're good, Wes. It's a win-win with the other guy. Cool. Uh, number four, I own Pat Mahomes and Philip Rivers. Should I trade Mahomes to upgrade at running back? And if so, 
Which running backs do you think I could get in return? Caleb in Hollywood, Florida. Local boy. Yep. Oh, that's a good question. What are you thinking? I'm trading Mahomes. I'm fine with Rivers, man. I would trade. I have no problem trading Mahomes. Hey, didn't we say uh, Mahomes on the uh, on the sell high thing before? Yep. Yep, we did. I would. I'd be fine. Start Rivers the rest of the way and just trade him home. Who are you gonna try to get? I would. Uh, he's saying, um, should I trade to? Uh, he's trying to upgrade a running back. I yeah. think get. I think get RB two for Pat Mahomes right now. Any names? With the feelers out there. Yeah, I'll give you some names. I think you could definitely get. Definitely get cheap ass Alex Collins right now, or Derek Henry for that matter. But uh, I'm not sure I would ask for those guys first. I would probably ask for. I would ask for Kenyon Drake. I would also ask for. Um, you know, I'd probably start off high. I would ask for Kareem Hunt or David Johnson, and then after I got shut down, then I would counter with uh, Kenyon Drake, and you know what? Maybe hmm, Aaron Jones. That's a guy I would go after too. I think that's the trade you can make happen right now. Oh, definitely. That, that, that one will definitely go through. Yep. All right. Last one here. I was offered David Johnson and Chris Hogan for Melvin Gordon and Corey Davis. Should I accept it? Craig in Biloxi, Mississippi. I am. I'd say you're going to say 100% on this, right? Yeah, I would. I, I would. I would accept it. Yeah. For one, Melvin Gordon usually, you know, tails off towards the end of the season as we go through the season. Corey Davis has not impressed, man, and their quarterback situation is a disaster right now. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure Corey Davis is the guy, man. I'm, I mean, I know he was amazing in college, and he was the first wide receiver taken. Oh no, he was the second wide receiver taken. No, he was the first receiver taken. I can't remember. Anyway, Corey Davis, a lot of upside there, man. High ceiling. I just want to feel good about him for this year, so they get that quarterback situation settled out, figured out. Give me David Johnson and Chris Hogan for the upside. When Elman comes back, Hogan's gonna be wide open. David True. Johnson, going to bounce back, man. Give me those two guys. Yeah, good point on that, man. He'll be open when he gets back. Yeah. It's kind of a lateral move, but uh, I'm good with it. I'm good with it. All right, man. Anything we'll see before we get out of here? Nah, man. I'm about to uh, do some spinoffs. Let's uh, plug my other show. Watch us on uh, on, on uh, our podcast. I guess watch us on our podcast. Listen to our podcast, the spinoff. Yep, check the spinoff. iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, wherever you listen to podcasts. It's available now. Good luck to those the waiver wire. Good luck to those on Thursday. We'll be back with the we'll be back later in the week with the week three preview show. Till then, have a good week. Talk to you soon. See ya. See you next time. See you next time means cunt. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Flex. Subscribe on Apple Podcast and Google Podcast. Become a premium member by logging on to patreon.com backslash fantasy sports studios. Email the show at theflex at fantasy sports studios.com.